lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. Is our final week of original shows for the year. My name is Steve Dace. Todd Erzin is here with me. Aaron McIntyre as well. It's hard to believe there's only three counting today. Three original shows left. Doesn't it seem like Fauci and Bargain came out like four years ago? Yes. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yes, I mean, it, I, it really I, does. I can't wait. You know, tomorrow is when we will begin in earnest our our two-part end-of-the-year shows. Friday, we'll have our two-hour uh, year-end days group, and we'll be joined by Rachel Semmel uh, and Paul Alexander. Thought it'd be fun to get a reasonable Democrat guy on the show for that. And, and he'll be here. And he'll be here live with us and, and just get a completely different— because. Most of us are going to, when we look at those categories, kind of pick many similar options. Mm -hmm. I thought it might be interesting to get somebody else, another country heard from, right? And then tomorrow we have uh, the top 10 stories of the year and more. Todd, I just sent you a text message of one that we forgot again. See, this is where you're going to laugh about how long ago that seems. So this is apparently a second time. I can't wait to see it because Aaron and I made our initial list. Right. And... I just realized then after going back and doing all my categories, I just had it. I like sat there in silence for like three minutes. Like how I forgot something and Aaron did too. So monumental, yeah. but it happened when I don't even know when it happened, but it happened in the first part of the year. There's a half dozen things. Aaron, you and I were talking about this after mm-hmm. yes, after Todd left yesterday. There's a half dozen stories that in any other year would have been the dominant story of the year. That just all happened this year. By the way, if you're wondering why we're wearing t-shirts today, it's 70 degrees out. I know. Okay. I was driving to work here with the windows down. I figured, you know what? I'm going t-shirt. I'm going to, you know, because this is a demonic tease because desolation is, is, you know, on the menu here. It's warming up in the bullpen. So I'm going to fully immerse myself with the t-shirt and uh, driving with the windows down here this morning. Take advantage of it. Right. You may be out in the, the middle of your road tonight chainsawing wood to get out of your driveway if it gets as bad as they say it's right, going to get here. Right, I mean, we're canceling schools yeah. and everything else, so that'll be interesting to watch here. Anyway, uh, let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at stevedace.com is how you can email us. That's at D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Uh, you can also go to places that won't be censoring us, like uh, where? Uh, MeWe Parlor, Gab, and Getter. Just look for my name there. And I see now that uh, the video platform whose name shall not be spoken has suspended yet again our colleague, uh, Stephen Crowder. That's why we just stopped giving it out. Uh, go to rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. That's rumble.com slash Steve Day Show if you want to get clips of the show that are free of censorship and also free to watch. You can also still get in time for Christmas my new book, uh, Do What You Believe. Or you won't be free to believe it much longer. If you want to hear the conversation I had with Charlie Kirk about it yesterday from Turning Point USA, it's on his podcast. I've linked that on all my social media channels. We discussed it uh, today with our colleague, Allie Beth Stuckey. So that'll be in her podcast here soon. Uh, This is meant for both individual and small group study. There's discussion questions after every chapter. You guys always ask me, what can we do? Well, This book is a battle plan of exactly what each and every one of us with the right convictions can do. So you can get your copy today. If you have a chance, if you've already read it and you liked it, uh, please leave us uh, a five-star review at Amazon. I don't know if you guys saw this yesterday. And I mean, the replies to this, I I threw it out there because I knew the replies were going to be gold. All right. 
someone left a five-star review for the book yesterday, and in the final line, put out there, and I quote, and I'm just going to say it, Dace is hot. Um, I, I mean, the replies, what is this Todd's attempt to try to get another built bar? Lindsey Graham read your book is maybe my favorite one, okay? That met us on numerous levels, okay? All right, but the, <laughs> there have been some absolutely and um, predictably phenomenal and hilarious replies to that review when I have linked it up, okay? You can just say you thought the book was good and that'll be good enough, okay? We don't have to like stretch the bounds of credulity here, okay? Where even I'm like, come on, man. All right. So nevertheless, though, whoever wrote that, thank you. All right. Let's get to what's on today's program uh, at the bottom of the hour. The final buy, sell, or hold of 2021. And as best as we can, we're going to highlight end of year stuff, holiday stuff, right? As best as we can. Next hour, uh, we will be joined by the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation. And you know, I didn't tell him, hey, you know, let's be light and mood and be festive. No, no. I, I just to show you how Daniel operates. When him and I were finalizing and confirming his availability for the show today, uh, yesterday, and I said, hey, just a heads up, this is the last time that uh, you'll be on this year because then we're done for the holidays. He's like, wow, is it already the end of the year and there's so much work not yet done? That was his reply. All right. And we love that about him. Okay. So Daniel will be joining us coming up. I am doing a great and important work. Yes. He literally Nehemiah'd me. Yes. (laughs) I cannot come down from this wall. Yes. Uh, so, uh, we will be talking to Daniel coming up in the next hour of the show. But before we get to all of that, of course, we begin with Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away. Okay. So we can hear it in the studio. Oh, we forgot to plug something in, guys. Uh, digest. Let's, can we take it from the top? Price. Yeah, let's take it from the let's top. Let's take it from the top. There's, there's, there's multiple. Wow, that was weird. That was there's multiple reasons why that happened, but I had to be doing some editing while you were on with Allie this morning, and I forgot to plug the flux capacitor back. What happened while well, we Aaron's were away? Montage, by two. those dirty capitalists. On the same day, it was revealed producer inflation rose nearly ten percent year over year. The White House had this to say about soaring meat prices. The way people across the country, American families, uh, digest inflation is by price increases. And if you look at industry to industry, it's a little different. So, for example, the president, the secretary of agriculture have both spoken to what we've seen as the greed of meat conglomerates. That is an area when where people go to the grocery store and they're trying to buy a pound of meat, two pounds of meat, 10 pounds of meat. Um, it is the prices are higher. This weekend, three different weather forecasting services called for a high around 70 with a chance of snow today in central Iowa. We're going to reach 70 degrees today and there will be severe storms tonight, which, according to Joe Biden, could have been avoided if his Build Back Better legislation were passed. We just saw one of the most devastating tornadoes in this, in this country. Our weather's getting more extreme, more destructive. Look at the lives being destroyed. I proposed a way to deal with this and the biggest investment we've ever proposed in our country's history. And now here's outgoing National Institutes of Health Director Francis Collins. Whoops, wrong clip. Somewhere past the pandemic when we're free there's a life i remember
full of activity. Somewhere past the pandemic, masks will come off. No more need for a nose swab every time. We cough. According to the UK Telegraph, ministers of parliament there have been informed that the lab leak was the most likely origin of the pandemic. As many as 45% of counties in New York state are declining to enforce Governor Kathy Hochul's new mask mandate for the state. At Cornell University, where 100% of the population there is at least double vaxxed, they're moving all classes online due to a so-called COVID outbreak. The Los Angeles Rams, who have 52 out of 53 players on their roster double vaxxed, are closing their training facility due to COVID. Video surfaced of yet another top European soccer player exiting a game this weekend with a cardiac issue. French League One soccer player Martin Terrier had to leave the field after just 30 minutes of play. Denmark is entering another lockdown. The country has one of the highest vaccination rates in the world and is facing an exponential increase in COVID cases. Supermarket giant Kroger announced recently they're no longer offering paid leave for unvaccinated employees who catch the virus. In addition, the company will be adding insurance surcharges for unvaccinated employees. Stay out of the hospital update. A hospital in Virginia was held in contempt of court this week after they disobeyed a court order to administer ivermectin to a patient dealing with COVID-19. 63-year-old Kathleen Davies became seriously ill with the disease in October and has been on events since early November. Her family took legal action to force the hospital to administer the drug last week, to which Loudoun County Circuit Judge Jim Fisher agreed without ruling about the medical merits of ivermectin. The hospital ignored the order. The judge gave the hospital until 9 p.m. on Monday to administer ivermectin. The drug was given at 8.45 p.m. In other madness, checking in on this Birmingham, Alabama elementary school circa 1961. As you can see, the sign says, Families of Color Playground Night, Wednesday, December 8th at 4.10 p.m. Whoops, nope, that's a Centennial Elementary in Denver, Colorado, circa last week. Scott Pribble, spokesman for Denver Public Schools, whose pronouns are he, him, his, said in a statement, quote, The school leaders at Centennial received a specific request from families to create a space of belonging. Efforts like these are about uniting us, not dividing us, end quote. South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem, in somewhat of a mea culpa, is asking lawmakers in her state to reconsider legislation that would protect girls' sports from dudes who feel pretty. Noem vetoed similar legislation legislation earlier this year saying the legislation would be subject to too many legal challenges. And finally, we go to Kentucky, where a man named Jordan Bays and his family took shelter this weekend as their home was in the path of a devastating tornado and storms that ripped through the area. Bays and his family were unscathed, but their home was destroyed. The next day, the man's sister came over to help pack up and salvage what she could when she heard music coming from the living room. Jordan was sitting at his piano playing the Gaither music song, There's Just Something About That Name. The lyrics of that song are, Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. Kings and kingdoms will all pass away, but there's something about that name. And that's what happened while we were away. Mm. Uh, Aaron's montage uh, brought to you by Jen Pisaki. Or Moink. If you're looking for options to get around rising inflation with meat, how about buying it directly 
from producers with Moik. They deliver grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, direct to your door, helping family farms become financially independent outside of big ag. Animals that are raised outdoors. I don't know what is going on with my voice today. <clears throat> Animals that are it's, raised outdoors. It's... It's probably something one of those meat conglomerates <clears throat> did to you, Steve. Yes, yeah, it is. Uh, with, with, with the fish that swim wild in the ocean. Uh, somebody plugged me in, all right, like we didn't plug in for the, for the montage. Uh, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all other junk that you'll find prepackaged in the meat aisle. All right, moink, founded by eighth-generation farmers, featured on Shark Tank, uh, some of the best bacon around. How about a year of ground beef for free? And then pick which meats you want delivered with your first box. When you go to moinkbox.com slash Steve, M-O-I-N-K is how it is spelled, just like it sounds. M-O-I-N-K for moinkbox.com slash Steve. That is moinkbox.com slash Steve. All right, coming up in our overtime today. We're going to discuss a statistic that came out within the last few days that that I think could be, in terms of a of a cultural future for us as a people, the most disturbing and problematic statistic I've ever seen in my career. This is a trend line that is very problematic. We will get into it later today in the overtime, which we record right after the live program exclusively for Blaze TV subscribers. And then it gets uploaded for you so that you can watch it later today at blazetv.com slash Dace, D-E-A-C-E. And then if you're not yet a Blaze TV your subscriber and you're like, all right, today's the day I got to do it, go there uh, to blazetv.com slash Dace right now, get a discounted subscription so that you won't miss today's overtime or any of the other exclusive content we do each day here at Blaze TV. To the montage we go, and when yesterday we connected some dots for you on Omicron as as a as as a as a control group and why it's important to understand what it is about to reveal. We're about to find out, and, and last night I after everybody went to bed, I did finish that interview that uh, Geert Bosch did with uh your guy Dell over at High Dell Big Tree. Yeah. And we're about to find out whether he's a prophet. Or his calculations are wrong. And I believe Omicron is going, to, is going to reveal this to us. And I laid that all out yesterday, right? Today, I want to spend a few minutes now with another meta point and connecting some dots for you. Remember last year when we kept talking about why are they dismissing natural immunity? And, and the operating theory or the hypothesis that I had here on the show a year ago <clears throat> is that they were dismissing it as a tacit admission that the virus is not of natural origin and therefore may escape what we know in terms of virological, immunological, um, biological precedent, right? Like we had certain things, we, we knew how, human be, how humans physiologically responded to certain substances when exposed to them airborne. But then in World War I, we, invent, we essentially invented and perfected for the first time as a species chemical warfare. And we learned all kinds of things we didn't previously know in real time by unleashing that on one another. And that led to, 
you know, uh, conventions and otherwise, we can't do that because of how, how mass the devastation is here. Those were specifically engineered by a lot bioweapons. They were engineered for this, for chemo weapons. And is it possible that this virus is? And the fact that they don't want to acknowledge natural immunity, because, you know, we're talking, remember, think back to last year. At this time last year, many of us thought we were poised to be, deli- to, to be delivered a miracle called these vaccines. At this time last year, there was a lot of anger. You know, why, why weren't there more updates from Big Pharma about how fast these vaccines were about to arrive? Because it might have altered the outcome of the election, right? Right. Okay. How, how quickly the turntables. Uh, I mean, the conversation about these a year ago at this time is, was just completely different than the conversations we're having a year later now that we've had a chance to observe them in real time. But, but I was operating under the assumption a year ago that this was a tacit admission that the virus is not of natural origin. Remember a year ago, you couldn't post that on Twitter and Facebook without getting penalized or outright banned. Even well into this year, you could not. At the time our book Fauci and Bargain came out, in, in, in the, at the end of March, you still could not. So now we're being told that British intelligence absolutely believes the virus is not of a natural origin and it leaked in a lab. Which lends you to only a couple of possibilities. An unintentional bioweapon, meaning that once it leaked out of that lab, whatever they were attempting to do from an earnest standpoint, from an experimentation standpoint, once it got out of that lab, it behaved as a biological weapon and how it be and what it did to the loss of life worldwide, the loss of income and economy worldwide, it behaved as an unintentional bioweapon. Or it was an intentional one. There are no other options. There's no third option. There is no benign, innocent explanation. It's one of those two. If the virus is not natural and it leaked from a lab, then it is an unintentional, effectively bioweapon, or it was leaked to be one. No other option. This would be the perfect moment. I'm not, I'm not, some of you are going to get mad at what I'm about to say. Don't give them any ideas. They won't say what I'm going to say, and I'm going to explain to you when I connect the dots as to why. This is actually the best selling point for these vaccines. This is the perfect moment to say right now, here's why we have not acknowledged natural immunity Here's why we stopped doing all the, the seroprevalence and antibody studies that are typical when you're facing an outbreak that are science 101, that you're taught, you know, in, at biology 101 at any university in America. Here's why we stopped doing it. The virus is not of natural origin. We don't know what we're dealing with. It's why we gave up on herd immunity. It's why we're going to have to probably do some form of endemic booster program forever, like a flu, like a flu shot. This gives them an out. They could explain away much. 
Not saying you, when I say that, I'm not saying us or all of you would be satisfied by the explanation. I'm not saying that. That's a different conversation. I'm just saying this gives them their first tangible, when I say them, I mean COVID stand. I know pronouns. This gives COVID stand its first tangible narrative that actually the math adds up. Doesn't mean, again, we fully buy it. And it would sound a little bit like Christy Noem going from, well, we can't protect women's sports because it would, you know, run afoul of one of my big donors and, and then we would lose in court. To now at the end of the year, somebody's got to do something about that. Rerack that legislation I vetoed. It would sound a little bit like that, right? In hindsight, right? Okay. But would it be intellectually valid? Yes. And while audiences like like you and shows like ours have been too far down the rabbit hole to buy this ex post facto, would much of the world buy it? Would much of the world that hasn't been exposed to the stuff that we have talked about on shows like this in front of audiences like you, would they buy it? Yes. Because it's like I told you last year, it's the one, it's the one Genesis story that makes all of this make sense. All of it makes sense. Well, other than uh, this is just a, in a demonic attempt to, un, uh, to use a virus to take down Western civilization. That's what I believe is going down. By the way, in case you were wondering, that's what I think is happening. I haven't made that patently clear here in, the, in 2021. But if you want a natural world explanation, this would do it. It would, it would give them an ability to recover a lot of lost credibility. Again, maybe not with shows like us and audiences like you, but with a lot of people we know, it would. Because a lot of people we know never thought that this originated in the natural world anyway. No one did. No one with a brain did. Why don't they? I want to connect these dots for you before we head out for Christmas, like the ones about Omicron I did yesterday. Here's why. Because they're responsible for the leak. That even if they didn't leak it themselves, it's their research. It's their virus. That's why. Because if we agree the virus leaked from a lab, it points back. The next question we ask is what? Who leaked it? it? Yeah, who leaked it? Why would such a virus exist in this lab? Why would you fund research at a lab where such research Mm -hmm. was being conducted? Their handprints are on the murder weapon. That's why I'm not worried. I know some of you are like, don't give them any ideas. I'm not worried they will do this at all. Dude, last week, wasn't just last week or the week before Fauci was still on national TV. I still believe it yeah. in a yeah. natural origin. <laughs> it, this is OJ's search for the real killers, guys. It's their virus. They created it. They either did so with an attempt to unlock new glorious vaccine for the future. And it got out of hand. And now here we are. Or they got used by the Shycoms, thinking that's what was going on. And the Shycoms meant to commit and create 
a bioweapon the entire time. It's one of the two. No third option. Like the, like the first time I told you, no third option. It's one of those two. But either way, whether they're useful idiots or willing accomplices, their hands are on the murder weapon. Their fingerprints are. Their Colonel Mustard in the library with the candlestick. It's them. That's why they won't take this opportunity. This is the off-ramp right here. Get out of this right now. Recover your credibility. And say, you know what? We didn't want to say this to you for, all, for the last year and a half because A, who wants to go to war? B, we didn't want to cause even more of a panic than there already was. But this is why we've denied natural immunity this entire time. This is why we're pushing these things. It's not just a big pharma cash grab. And the truth of the matter is, you may just have to get endlessly boosted with these things. We didn't want to tell you that up front, because if we did, people wouldn't go. Well, now you know. And now you know. Now you know why we did everything we did. It was a noble lie. Because we've been, we've been up against Frankenstein's monster this entire time. This is the moment they could do that. They will not. Because the people that need to do that are the people whose fingerprints are on the murder weapon. So they're going to ride this out to the end, like ESPN last night, resurrecting the, the noose story, even after it was completely and fully discredited by the FBI, who is essentially now the stormtrooper for the spirit of the age. Even they were like, this is just complete BS. And ESPN just gaslighted millions of people last night by resurrecting that story. They're going to ride this thing out to the end. Because the alternative is... Oh, it's us. We're the bad guys here. Either complete and total fools, and frankly, after watching that Francis Collins video, I am open to the possibility that these people are just unsophisticated, educated nitwits, completely and totally manipulated and used by the Shycoms. I think that's possible. I think that it is. Like, you don't, the, the, the Chinese government's scientists and leaders aren't doing videos like Francis Collins. They're doing videos like yesterday. America doesn't believe in democracy and lacks moral authority in the world. How you like them apples? That's the videos they're doing. They're not singing sonnets. Out of tune. But they can't take this off ramp. Because it points right back at them. You gentlemen have any thoughts? Yeah, we got like two minutes left and you didn't even say a word about meat conglomerates. I mean, you're bearing the lead. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> Try to keep up with the news cycle, man. Yeah, every Gen Saki, I posted this on Twitter yesterday, every Gen Saki press, uh, press briefing ever uh, goes down like this. Uh, we have a supply chain crisis because the economy is so good. The economy is so bad because people are still afraid of COVID. People are not afraid of COVID because they have the glorious vaccines. The glorious vaccines don't work because not enough people have gotten them. The glorious vaccines are so popular, we must mandate them. We're not mandating the glorious vaccines. People are just choosing not to have jobs. Um, we've created so many jobs that there's now a supply chain crisis. That's basically the gist yes. of every single Gen you nailed press it. conference. Yes, stuck the landing. Well, done and it's all right there in that i mean you talk about gaslight your gaslight with that binder look at what i mean we're not one to defend mitt romney but look he got raked out of the coals so the binders full of women thing right i mean look at what how she's playing you i'm studiously looking down and researching my there's nothing there 
she's not reading anything. It, they could be black pages. It could be Swahili. There's nothing that matters in there. She's playing you. It won't be Swahili because that would be cultural appropriation, yes. but I'm feeling you. Go ahead. She's playing you every single day just with that act. It, it's, it, it's preposterous. The, the, the lie is the point. And therefore, she doesn't need any truth in that binder. She doesn't need any notes. This is a perpetual, continual yes. riff in just a slightly different key. Mm-hmm. And ESPN did you all a favor, especially Sports Bro World, which we need to kind of wake up and do other things than Sports Bro. It's all a lie. But George, as George Costanza said, it's not a lie if you believe it. And you guys love you some lies. So remember this moment. This is a this was a pivot point moment for a lot of people to essentially wash themselves in the blood. Instead, they're going to spill more blood to cover up the blood that's on their hands. Buy seller hold is next. You know, we have things like homeowners insurance for good reason, because without it, things beyond our control, fires, floods, a burglary, uh, those things could uh, end up destroying us financially. Uh, but there is another threat to your home that maybe you don't have covered right now, and it's called home title fraud. The feds are calling it one of the fastest growing crimes in the country. It has the potential to ruin you financially, has the potential to cost you a lot of money, even if you do win and recover your home because you then have to prove that the, that you were a victim of fraud. So here's how it works. It works. Uh, scammers know that a lot of our home titles are kept online these days in databases. They use some personal information from you that maybe they can't steal your identity with, but they can still claim to be you with and then make it look like you have sold your home to them on a quick claim deed or a similar type of uh, a form. And then they start taking out loans against your equity. And a lot of times you won't even know it until the kinds of voicemails and snail mails you never want to receive start showing up. You need an ally to protect you from this happening to you. And that's what our friends at Home Title Lock do. Right now, you can register your address and find out for free if there has been an attempt to pilfer your home. And then while you're there, uh, get uh, 30 days of protection for free as well of your most important asset when you use the promo code radio. That's the promo code radio at HomeTitleLock.com. It is now time, one last time in 2021, for Buy, Sell, or Hold, one of the most popular things we do each week, not just with you, but with us. We always enjoy this. It's a lot of fun. Because you guys essentially take over the show for the next hour. Aaron will present a series of uh, lists, predictions, propositions. And then Todd, you and I will decide if we are buying it, if we think it has merit, if we're selling it because we think it lacks thereof. Or we are holding if we just think there's not enough information to make a call. And since it is, of course, the most wonderful time of the year, there will be no penalty for using a hold. And you might even have to use it more than once, and you're able to because we bring you glad tidings of great joy. Ready? Ready. You bet. Let's go. We'll begin with just saying. We will still be discussing masks and vac- vaccinations more next Christmas before the power of Congress changes. Bye. I have to take the masks, too? Yep. Then I will sell.
I, I definitely think the latter for sure. But the mask thing, I mean, what would you say the number of counties it's, in New York it's now? It's darn near 50% of the counties yeah, in New I, York. I, I just think the mask thing, man, out, outside of the counties that are voting on climate change is, is just dead and done for pretty much everybody else. And I don't, I don't see like that going the opposite, that trend going the opposite direction in the next 12 months. So because of that, I will sell. But I certainly believe that's the case with the form or with the latter, regardless of what the data trend lines look like. Okay. Because if Omicron is an Omicron or Omicron, or it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. Okay. So I, I go back and forth. Maybe you guys know I go I've back and forth ways. because I've heard it both ways, like vapid and vapid. We don't know which it is either, right? Depends on if you <clears> sacrificed <throat> a goat under the full moon last night. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if Omicron is an attenuating virus, they're going to claim that their vaccines cause that to happen. That's why you need to stick around and keep getting jabbed, right? If it doesn't attenuate and it goes the way of Delta, they're going to claim that's why you need to stick around and keep getting jabbed because the virus is going to continue to get worse with each ensuing mutation, right? They're, they're, they're never going to say you don't have to get jabbed. They're never going to say that. So I, I think that we can continue having that argument for sure. The masks, I don't necessarily think. That may be on the table in most places, so I will sell. Next up, we'll go to, you know, the thing who says the current administration would consider an Article 5 Convention of States to be an insurrection and would use federal law enforcement to shut it down. Bye. Uh, I could see, I could see that. I'd love to find out. Let's find out. Mm-hmm. Let, let's let's do that dance, so I will buy. Let's find that out. Yeah. I want that to be our motto for the next year. The show motto. Let's find out. Let's find out. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> you might be onto something with that. I kind of yeah. like that. Get me up on that a little bit later on, because I I kind of like that. Yeah, when I when I'm feeling these things, I'm just gonna spout them out in real time. I, Let's you know we'll, we'll clean it up for a uh, a PG thirteen audience. Let's mess around and find out. Kind right. of yeah. you know you know you're feeling me on that. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's mess around and find out. I like it. Next, we have Darren Ray, who has a three-team buy, sell, or hold holiday parlay. Number one, Aaron smokes something for a holiday dinner. You're one for one. Yes. I'm smoking a pork butt for uh, for my parents. Uh, number two, Steve receives ticket to a sporting event as a Christmas present. What do you think the odds on that one are? Um, you know, for this holiday? Yeah. Uh, low. That's a, that's a sell. Not, not even ones for your help. Not, <clears throat> not even ones for yourself. No, okay. no, no. Because everybody knows. I unless I can, I am a complete. I, I just covered sports for too many years now and got carte blanche, you know, uh, exposure. That I, I just can't do the normal fan experience now. So either either I get to go first class or I'm just watching it first class in my man cave. Everybody knows that, so it's not worth it. Yeah. So that one's not happening. And then three gingerbread <laughs> houses made at the Urzen household. There has been one every year, so I don't see why. I haven't seen, like, the box or anything, but it's probably, always, yeah. always one leg, Darren. I'm yeah, sorry. so you wanted, to, you wanted to exact a box, that one. Yep. All right. Or always one leg. you wanted to round robin it, all right, so that you still got a bit of a payout there for two out of three. Yeah. But yes. Yep. Uh, next up, uh, infamous uh, DUG variant says the uh, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases will publish a list of names for 2022 variants, kind of like the... Uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration does for hurricanes. Oh, boy. (laughs) This is the Doug variant. Oh, wow. He's right in spirit, so bye. You know what? Variant Thelma. (laughs) 
the Andrew variant. How do I think? Here's why I'm struggling. It goes back to what I just said a minute ago before the break. What that's an what's that an admission of? You know what I'm saying? That there's there's no way to do that without indicting themselves. Even though I love the spirit of it, so that's yeah. why I'm torn. This this is a self indictment. On the other hand, I Everything love the spirit of it. Everything they do is a self-indictment, no. whether we're talking about the virus or not. That's what that's a there's good no point. consequences, so it doesn't matter. That's what they know. That's their secret sauce. That's why I want next year to be let's find out. Because I need somebody to find out. Okay. All right. You make you make a good case there. I'll buy. Yep. Next big tech inmate Alexander Rogers. Praise the Lord on the report of your <clears throat> Yeah, well, I just, we just heard, brother. That's yeah. that's great to hear. Yes. Uh, has quite the list for us. Uh, most persistently overrated pop culture and sports. Number 13, Crash. Is he talking about the movie? I believe so. I actually thought Crash was a great movie. So if he's talking about the movie, the anthology movie uh, that I think he's talking about. Never seen it. Uh, I, I thought at the time it was actually a great movie, so I will sell. Number 12, Friends. I, I have to sell. Guys, I mean, that was appointment television for our generation. Man, I have to sell on that. I'm I'm 50-50. I, I agree with that analysis. It was and is. And did you ever see their, like, reunion? Amy and I did watch that it was a, good. Few, a few weeks ago. It was good. It was yeah. really good. It was but, fascinating to watch that a lot of times they, that was the first time they'd all been in a room together. Yeah. Since the show ended. All at the same yeah. time. Yeah. I don't, the show does not hold up. No, but neither well. does Seinfeld. Oh, Seinfeld, Seinfeld definitely Seinfeld's holds a, up. You think so? I think Seinfeld is an absolute period piece. I absolutely think that it is. I mean, it's, it, I don't know. I think, I, the few episodes I've seen of Seinfeld, okay, they okay. seem well, to hold up pretty well. Okay, I, but I have to sell on Friends. I have to. It's one of the most I'll popular buy. television shows of all time. I'll buy just because I don't think it holds up, but it's not. I get it. I mean, I'm not, okay. you're not wrong. Uh, number 11, Bruce Springsteen. I got to sell on that too, man. Yeah. And normally, normally this guy's our spirit animal, but I think he's 0 for 3, man, right now in my book, so I got to sell. I'll sell on, on Bruce. Number 10, Larry King. I'll buy on that. Totally buy on that. Yeah. Hmm. Now, I don't know what Larry King has done recently to show up on your, uh, your overrated list. I mean, is he even still kicking? I don't even know. Is he still around? Well, he died. By the he? way, I, I, I'm... I prematurely announced the death of Jimmy Carter yesterday. Yeah, I know. The 7,000 of you can... St- I had no idea the amount of people in this audience that wanted to make sure I knew Jimmy Carter was still alive. Okay? God rest his soul. Yes. Sometimes I would correct you, but you were going someplace. I was on a roll I, and you're like, yeah, he's 97, like, yeah. be dead soon probably Whatever. anyway. Whatever. Yeah, probably flew good. right past people. Yes. Nope. <laughs> it did not. That's the, that's, that's, that might be the... That's close to the only email I have received in the last 24 hours. Yes. Number nine, saving private Ryan. I'm a buy on that. So. Okay, I, I think the you guys know my take on it. I think the opening scene is oh. one of the greatest in cinematic history. The rest of the movie really uh, it bothers me. I thought they attempted to Vietnam World War II. It annoys me. You're selling that one. Oh, hard yeah. sell. Yeah. Number eight, prevent defense. Total buy. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number seven, every show Shonda Rhimes, uh, every Shonda Rhimes show, I should say. Who is Shonda yeah, Rhimes? I don't know. I'll, I'll I buy. No so I have to buy because yeah, I don't know what a Shonda Rhimes is. Me neither. neither Which do I, I guess maybe that's the point. Okay. No, number six is Oprah. Oh my gosh. So, uh, total buy. I think we're buying and selling for the same reason. I really do. Like, yeah, yeah, probably. But she's, she, there was a point where she was 
I mean, she was a high priestess of culture. It's. Uh, I used to. I did used to call her the high priestess of American paganism. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I mean, you're right. Influence wise, but okay. So I have to sell because you're right about that. I mean, yes. There's no substance there, but yeah. Ah, uh, let's see. Number five, replay review. Oh. Todd Sell. is selling for sure. That's number would, one. I'm only I, selling because it's I not would, number I'm, one. I'm in the camp of get it right if you can. It just shouldn't take so damn long. And they never get it right, and we've learned that over the course of like a decade now. But we're going to continue to die on the hill that we can get it right. I'm this. triple jabbed on instant replay, okay? <laughs> Next round, they'll get it right. If Todd sees one more instant I like you owning that. replay <laughs> review. Dude, code upheld. He will ask to be triple jabbed. Uh, number four, Avatar. I will... I've only I've, seen this movie once. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold. I, I haven't held in a long time. What is this about anyway? Basi- I can't even remember. It, it's basically pagan evangelism. Okay. Well, it, that's it, it's beautifully done, but the entire belief system, worldview, everything around it is explicitly pagan. Explicitly. But it is in a. I, I reserve the right to watch the next couple movies or yeah. hear at least about them because it is. But it isn't. It's in like they're basically Native Americans. It's not, I found, I was way more entertained by the storytelling and the the, um, technological technological art of it. It's one of the most important technological movies of all time. So I have to sell on it being overrated. Yeah, but I'm going to hold just because it it could, I may loathe the next two. That's a good point too. It could be utter wokeness and it probably will be. Well, this movie would have been wokeness. I mean, it's it's the overtly one, the it's it's just we weren't woke yet, but it's overtly pagan. I mean, it's the it's the it's 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 it is. You know, it, it, if Mel Gibson had decided to do a movie with a three hundred million dollar budget to evangelize paganism uh, instead of the crucifixion, it would have been Avatar. It's an overtly pagan evangelistic film, overtly. It's it's basically about the mistreatment of Native Americans. It really is, and that happened, and it and that's bad. You know, I, I at least I can go there and enjoy the movie. So, but we may be in big trouble with these next two. Uh, number three, The Grateful Dead. Oh. I agree that they're overrated. Okay, but I did hang out with a couple stoners in college that, you know, I could go. I could do some. You know. Casey Jones, Uncle John's band, St. Stephen, one more Saturday night. You know, I mean, I don't, it's not a religion to me. I like, don't want to follow them around, you know, and devote my life, you know, to them. I'm not, you know, my name's not Bill Walton, you know, but uh, so in that respect, the idea that they were some transcendent experience, I agree, overrated. But I also think it's a pretty strong song catalog at the exact same time. If you just take the music for what it is. Yeah, I pretty much have the exact same opinion as you know. Okay. Uh, number two, Barbara Walters. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy. Yep. And number one, 60s and 70s era QBs, quarterbacks. I will buy that, but it, it, while also saying, though, that it's unfair to judge them yeah. by our standards today, okay? I mean, you could literally molest wide receivers, yeah. guys. Like, it, it, literal molestations. Literal, literal assaults could take place, Okay. And did they have a roughing the passer penalty in 1973? And was Lyle Jose ever called for it? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just, it's a, those guys, it was, it, it wasn't four seconds to get rid of the ball as it is today, or, you know, the window closes to throw it. It was four seconds to get rid of the ball 
or you're, or you're dead yeah. or you might yeah. be dead. Like you might be dead. Okay. It's just a different game, man. Different game. I'd take Bradshaw, Staubach, Bart Starr over half of the starters in today's game. And you know what? I, I got to sell because our colleague Jason Whitlock has a phenomenal column about this yesterday that I read. Oh, really? And he pointed out that statistically Roger Staubach's best season was his last one in 1979. And that was, the, he, he had to retire after that season because he got hit so hard he had five concussions and just thought, I've given it the best I could. And that was statistically his best season at like age 35. Okay, and, and you look at where Aaron Rodgers is about that age now. Tom Brady's what forty five. Yeah. Okay, and it's just those guys. You can't you can't hit him in the knees. You can't hit him in the head. You could do whatever you wanted to quarterbacks back in the day, and then you could do, you could absolutely whatever you kind of couldn't do to quarterbacks, you could do to wide receivers. You know, so I, it's just I think that's unfair to judge that because it was just a different game. You weren't just trying to score touchdowns, man. You were literally attempting to survive. Okay. Preach. Yeah. All right. Next, moving on to the sniper BBB, who says none of the current favorites for the 2024 GOP presidential nomination will be the nominee. Sell. Sell. I, I mean, I, to, to me, that's an absolute easy sell. Uh, let's see. It, 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 will be, it will be Donald Trump. And if he, for whatever reason, chooses or is not able to run again, I, at that point, I think there are only two people that are capable of coalescing enough of a base to take his place. And their names are Ron DeSantis and Ted Cruz. Those are the only two people. Only two people. Okay. I, so I, 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 and those would be, you know, like the first three names just about anybody would mention if we, if we asked our audience today, right? So I, I mean, I think it's like metaphysical certitude, unless all three of those people are dead, that one of them is the Republican nominee in 2024. Uh, one, three rapid fire predictions from Truth Over Vax for 2022. When Nefarious Movie is released, Sean Patrick Flannery's MAE will be revoked. I'll sell. Sell. It's because, and, and the reason why is because he's doing more mainstream fare than just our movie now. So I'll sell. Biden won't bo- boycott the Beijing Olympics, but he will announce a boycott of the 2028 U.S. <laughs> Olympics. <laughs> I just have just to buy that because so I loved it good. so much. Yes, that's great. By the end of 2022, people will still be saying when things go back to normal. In some yeah. places of the country, yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I will right, we'll come back. More buy, seller, hold is coming your way. And then America's favorite Grinch, the lovable prophet of woe and lamentation. And we're happy that his heart is two sizes too small because of what we need him to do. Daniel Horowitz will join us one final time in 2021. That's coming your way here in a moment. Back with Hour 2, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Totters and Aaron McIntyre and all of you. Let us know what you think about what we think via the stevedace.com inbox, which you can access by emailing the show, steve at stevedace.com, D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Look for us as well on Me, We Parlor, Gab, and Getter, where they do not attempt to censor us. You can also get clips of the show that are uncensored. And free to watch at rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. Thanks to all of you that listen via the podcast. All of you that have also uh, on your podcast platform of preference given us a five-star review. Hit subscribe or follow. You're a big part of our show's success. If you haven't done so yet and you are a podcast listener, please consider doing so today. Coming up later today in the overtime, we're going to discuss the worst stat of 2021. 
the absolute worst statistic of 2021. Have there been a lot of bad statistics this year? Pretty much only bad statistics. In fact, maybe an, an, uh, you know, an alternative name for this show could be bad statistics, right? This is the worst statistic of them all. We will get into that. We'll record it right after the show today. For the overtime for Blaze TV subscribers at blazetv.com slash dace. That's also where you can go to become a Blaze TV subscriber as well. Uh, coming up here at the bottom of the hour, we will be joined by our friend, colleague, the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation, Daniel Horowitz. But first, let me remind you about Keeps because, you know, we've got a million reasons to stress out these days. We seem to list them for you daily on this program, but one of them no longer needs to be your receding hairline or male pattern baldness because of our friends at Keeps. There are reasons why they've got more five-star reviews than their competitors, and a couple of them are that it's cheaper than other places by using the generic versions of the best hair loss products out there. They save you money. There's all the convenience. You can do it all online, snap a few pics of your hair, answer a few easy questions, and then a licensed physician will take a look at your profile and recommend the right approved hair loss treatment for you. And then there's the third option, which is they add even more savings the first time you sign up with half off your first order when you go to keeps.com slash grow, that's K-E-E-P-S for keeps.com slash grow. Nothing brings back warm Christmas memories like the songs and carols you love. And only Pericarditis and his MRNAs have all your favorite holiday songs in one non-random controlled study. It's beginning to look a lot like a Vax Pass to get into anywhere you go. From inspiring hymns like Oh, holy spike The protein bloodstream trembling Because they lied And it don't stay in your arm Oh, little town of Wuhan We can't believe you lied You're run by creeps Who should be put to sleep those bats, they don't live nearby. Two traditional Christmas classics such as The twelfth decade of lockdowns my true lords gave to me Absolutely freaking nothing I've been home since Christmas hmm. You can zoom with me said your kidneys to the people far and near do you fear remdesivir then there's those funny novelty songs to lighten the mood grandma got run over by a chromo he left her to die in an infected nursing home i really can't stay baby it's covid stand I really must go. Can't, baby, it's COVID stand. I saw mommy masking Santa Claus because the CDC said so last night. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell palsy. If you dare get that booster, then you sure are ballsy. And, of course, we remember the reason for the season. Ouchie, did you know? That your virus 
would someday wreck the world. Fauci, did you know that your science doesn't know what's a boy or a girl? It came upon Anthony Fauci, a sulfuric presence of old. From demons deep within the earth Who knew that his soul was sold But that's not all. This collection has so much more to offer, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Redfield, All I Want for Christmas is My Fifth Vaccine, Deck Rochelle with Facts and Data, Whitmer Wonderland, Little Jabber Boy, Have Yourself a Little Waning Efficacy, Happy Christmas, This is Never Over, and more. All this can be yours for a high, high price we can't name yet because inflation, but don't let that stop you from this once-in-a-lifetime collection. Call now at 1-900-666-VAX to order. Only available while supply chains last. Must be double-masked when you call. Again, that's 1-900-666-VAXX. That's the best thing I think I've done this year. Right there. Yeah, it's it. Like I said, book, movie, that. That. I think I, I think I would trade them all in for that. All right, let's get to part two of Buy, Southern Hold, brought to you by Patriot Mobile. When we have opportunity to do business with folks who believe the same things we do, we should take full advantage of it. Because unfortunately, in our market economy and the trend line of the culture, that doesn't often present itself. So when it's a product we all use daily, like mobile phones, this would be one of them with our friends at Patriot Mobile. Our, our family made the switch this year. We had been with T-Mobile for like 20 years and finally decided, you know what? We got to stop giving them our money and give money to people that actually believe and support the same things and values that we do. So we made that switch a few months ago and haven't noticed a change or anything at all. It wasn't a hassle at all. They did a great job. We still have all the same coverage because they all use the same towers. But now we have peace of mind of knowing we're supporting people that believe in the things that are, well, frankly, worthy of believing in other than, you know, uh, that whole ye be like God thing. So if you want to give Patriot Mobile a shot right now, get a free month of service with the offer code Steve. Right now with the offer code Steve, you get a free month of service. Support a company that loves America just like you do at PatriotMobile.com slash Steve. First responders and veterans, remember, you get additional discounts as a thank you for your service. PatriotMobile.com slash Steve, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. Next up on Buy, Sell, or Hold, Chad Smith says, Prediction for 2022, both Ukraine and Taiwan will be invaded because the Biden administration will do next to nothing to punish or stop it. Bye. So, forget you're going to hear me say this, because I'm going to say this again on Friday. Part of our end-of-year Dace Group Roundtable in fact, I think it's the very last category is to make one big prediction for the coming year. Who is this? Chad? Chad. So Chad, mediocre minds, think alike. This is actually my one big prediction for 2022 is what Chad just said. So spoiler alert and bye. My, my prediction was pain. So same. <laughs> <laughs> Next, just saying... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Die Hard are tied for the best Christmas movie. Uh, sell. Sell, guys. 
This has been settled so many times, there guys. Is, there's, it's a wonderful die hard, life. Die Hard is a Thanksgiving movie. There's, there's It's a Wonderful Life. And then there's every other Christmas movie. All right. It's a Wonderful Life is a transcendent event. It's one of the greatest films of all time, uh, of any genre. And there are plenty of other great Christmas films. I'm a huge fan of the original Natalie Wood, Miracle on 34th Street, for example. I love Christmas Vacation, for example. But there is It's a Wonderful Life, and then there's everything, literally everything else. So that has to be, before we even debate, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? There must be the recognition of the transcendence of It's a Wonderful Life. So sell. Sell Christmas Story. We just watched that last weekend. It's a great movie. Yeah, that's a great movie as well. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uptick Mick says, uh, putting together your child's present on Christmas Eve and into the wee hours of Christmas morning is the most frustrating yet memorable act of the holiday. Example, assembling a white swing set in a snowstorm. I have to sell because my wife is not here to answer this for you. So I don't know the answer to this. What's the most complicated? I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, but I kind of am. What's the most complicated thing you've ever put together in your life? I'm somewhat embellishing. I mean, I've put together more things than I let on. Okay. You know, um, but, and what's weird is I'm really good with electronics, hooking all that stuff up mm-hmm. and knowing where all that stuff goes and everything with that. But when it comes to constructing things, that's just, that's just not my jam. Okay. Let's face it. Your wife does this because she does not want the kind of memorable that this would turn into to Correct. come into her home Correct. on the holidays. So she's like, Correct. I'll just... I'll do it. Yes. Snowstorm, swing set, I got this. Now, what has happened more in recent years is, all right, I will provide the brawn. You just tell me what to do. We would kind of do that a lot, okay? Take the Allen wrench, okay, and, and screw that one in as hard as you possibly can, okay? So we do that one a lot where she basically just dictates to me, hey, all right, put that, that one goes there. Okay, great. So I perform the, the action while she just tells me, she directs. We've, we're doing that more. Next up, Timothy Roberts says the Biden administration is being naughty on purpose in order to ensure they get enough coal in their stockings to get us out of the energy sector mess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sell. Sell. Uh, double dipping with Chad. Aaron wants to get a team together to kick high schoolers butt in the game show Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. Have you guys seen this? No. No. You've, you've not heard of this? It's a Harry no. Potter trivia game. It, it is. is so, so corny, and my wife and I have watched every episode. Uh, Fetigator says, <laughs> uh, Nefarious will be panned by the Rotten Tomatoes critics praised by the audience and make $100 million at the box office. From your lips to God's ears. Yeah, okay. take it. I, I say this, you know, God's Not Dead did. That, globally, that movie made over $100 million at the box office. So, um. I actually think there's a chance we could get some critical acclaim of the film. I do. Um, it, well, keep in mind it's going to be in the horror genre, which doesn't typically get a lot of critical acclaim anyway, right? You know, that's not a movie where there's a lot of films with 96% scores and, and Rotten Tomatoes. But overall, do I think it's a film that you will like more than the critics will? Here's, but here's why I think we could get some critical acclaim. It's not a polemic. 
So I, I told you guys who we, who I based Nefarious on yesterday, right? Yep. And we've, I've talked about that before when we've discussed the book in the past on the show, the, that in my mind's eye, I had a combination of Heath Ledger's Joker and J.R. Ewing in mind. When we made the decision in the storyboarding process to have Nefarious put up for a psyche val on death row, I don't know if I should tell you this, but I'm going to. We had a name in mind with who we thought should do the eval. You guys want me to tell you? That we sure. kind of thought this is this is the person because we didn't want it, we don't want to do a polemic. We're trying to reach a general audience with this. We we want a general audience to to be confronted with the with the recognition and realization of evil. Right? So just as like when they made unplanned, they didn't turn like all the planned parented employees into terrible people mm-hmm. or things of that nature. Yeah. Okay. We want to reach a general audience. We we want to punch, we want to punch America right in the soul with do you understand the 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 full stakes of the game we are playing here? Do you? Okay. All right. And so Dave Rubin is who we had in mind. Hmm. And and some of the some of what you will see on the screen, what is what is what is the transition that he has undergone in recent years? Right. Okay. And the film is not meant to dunk on on people who don't agree with us. It is meant it is a, it's a, it's a, it's it's not a polemic it's a scared straight it is are you sure do you understand fully what it is that you are advocating for and where these things come from and where we will then end up if we go there you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah so i could see if we do it well um that i could see it get some critical acclaim along those lines Next up, we will go to Brett Lucas. Steve needs to update his sign-off to John 319 to better reflect the times we're living in. I was actually thinking of going back to Ephesians 511, which we used to use, mm-hmm. or using my my favorite verse. And if, you, if you've gotten a book autographed by me, chances are I've signed it Romans 828. I've thought about doing that, actually. Sell. Sell. Selling. Sell. He can do what he wants. Uh, buy, seller, hold this new uh, sculpture outside the United Nations. Is this, is this? No, it's not. Yep, this is new. Are you kidding me? Oh, wait, you were showing me this the other day, weren't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I gotta, I'm looking up to see what the actual name of the... Uh, is it called the Whore of is, Babylon? Yeah, the United, United Nations Sculpture for Peace and Security. Do you, do you, do you want to reconsider... All the times you have ragged this year on evangelicals yeah, and their preoccupation with eschatology upon viewing this and maybe grant us a tad bit of, of patience and understanding because this is like right out of a left behind book, like literally. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, this is, this is like, if I, if, 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 if we had just shown that to you and said, you ever, dude, how cool is this, is this 
ancient statue that they refinished of the Whore of Babylon of Revelation. Would the you believe that? The beast that I saw sure. was like a leopard. Yeah. Its yes. feet were like a bear's. Yes. Its mouth was like a lion's mouth. You would have believed it if, it was, if I told you it was the Whore of Babylon. You would have believed it. Crazy voices in your head, guy. I'm in. I'm in. Actually, that Aaron, blows you, me away that they that that's purposeful. It blows me away. You t- when I I texted back to you guys a response to this, and it's because Aaron, when you texted this, it was I believe Saturday night late. Yeah, my family and I had I, I was in the parking lot walking to the car, just got done with Ghostbusters, and this is like. Yeah, that, uh, that's what, why my response was called the Ghostbusters. I mean, this is, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you I, I, I thought you were trolling me. I thought maybe you were there too, because that, yeah. It's, Did you like Ghostbusters, by the way? It was good. Yeah. It was really good. Well done. I thought I was being trolled the first time I saw that. We are, nope. we are, we're all being trolled. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's the enemy saying, you're so biblically illiterate, man. I'll just drop, I'll just drop the actual symbolism yeah. right in your face. Yeah. And you won't, and you'll adopt, dude, that's nefarious saying, I'll put that in a book, connect every dot and you won't believe it because you're that far gone as a society, right? Oh yeah. That, that could absolutely pass for a depiction of the horror of Babylon from Revelation. Incredible. Uh, Tyler Helfert is here to sow more division amongst the brethren as we are remembering the birth of Christ this Christmas. Buy, sell, or hold, baby should be baptized. Gosh, hold. And Aaron's fired. Okay. I like this ship. It's exciting. Goodness. Uh, Next, Sean Griffiths has a uh, Mount Rushmore, Steve's Mount Rushmore Christmas wish list, Michigan over Alabama for the national title. Amen. And and, in its proper place, too, is first. (laughs) Um, Dr. Fauci facing a tribunal. All right, I lied. Okay, I would rather this would actually be number one. Okay, I would want this even over success for nefarious is this. So I'll buy. The only reason, the only thing is it should be number one. It would be number one on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nefarious movie wins an Oscar for best screenplay. Could you imagine? Could you no. imagine that? <laughs> no. Steve no. Dace walking in. <laughs> no. Can't. No. So I'll buy, but I mean, I just can't even imagine- can't. What that acceptance he'll speech be, would look like. He'll be like. at CPAC before that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Built Bar announces the cookie dough and pumpkin flavors go full time. That's a dang good list, man. This guy knows me. <laughs> or I'm or I'm just a simpleton. One of the two. Uh, but, uh, dude, you're the wind beneath my wings, man, with that list. Bye. Wholesale. Whole cloth. Uh, list. Back to eschatology. John Bolt says Glenn Beck was conservative on his prediction for the return of Christ. I think John works for us, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember what year it was? I don't. It was like 2048 or I something. Guess to, I was just gobsmacked. I mean, we went from, hey. Yeah, because we hey, had Tom, no idea it was coming. I'm Glenn. Nice to meet you in person. Like you on the show to like five seconds later. Steve, I think the world's ending tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> it was like that. Ron says 2035. Glenn said 2035. You know, I'll buy because, I mean, isn't that why we're we're hoping for don't we want it to be like today right like don't we want our show interrupted by uh the sound of a the 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 sound of a trumpet isn't that what we're here to do isn't that isn't that isn't that the culmination the weather's gonna sound like this afternoon so (laughs) i mean that that's the happy ending of the story right i don't I, i i've just never understood the idea of this being some kind of an i mean i understand i can understand why why unrepentant and unregenerated God haters find it to be an ominous event to discuss. I don't, 
understand why those of us who drag our carcasses out of bed to go to church on most Sunday mornings, why we think it's something to be, you know, forebode. I mean, that should be like, dude, can this go down tomorrow? Right. Next up, we will go to I am the science Gugu Gajub, who says millions of unhappy children will wake up to no presents under the tree when their parents forbid unvaxxed Santa chimney access. Nice. I, I just chose that one because I like the name. I am the science what Gugu was, wasn't, wasn't there a country that put a mask on Santa? I saw. No, they arrested him because he oh, wanted They arrested him for it. Yeah, yeah Germany. Germany. Yeah, it's called Germany. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's just start with that as a default. Yeah. It's a, it, we'll play a game. Germany, Australia, or New Zealand. Yes. And, the, and every answer is all of the above. Okay. I hope that guy, they were dragging him along. I hope that Santa just stayed in character. Well, I'm putting you on the naughty list, Germany. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next, Elliot Evans says, fake Christmas trees are better than real Christmas trees. Bye. So. Total bye. You're a real guy, is... Todd. Oh, you don't like course. any of that plastic crap. Todd chops it down in between sips of vinegar and drags it back to his abode. Yes. Yeah, like I'm, a real American. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm a fake guy. Yep. Uh, next, uh, Mount Rushmore. This is from uh, Clausian Bargain. Leave cookies, nice. get presents. Mount Rushmore of Christmas vacation sins. Okay. Unveiling the lights. We just watched this last weekend as well. That, that's a good scene. Yeah, that's good. My dad taught me everything I know about exterior illumination. Yes. <laughs> uh, squirrel in the tree. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Family dinner. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And uh, jelly of the month club rant. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. So to me, there's a real missing one here. Okay. And it's 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 Clark and... Uh, Eddie at Walmart. Yeah, no. that's what I was okay, just thinking. Okay, so I'd, I'd probably replace <laughs> yes. the, the the squirrel in the tree as good as that is. pounds of ducks. Yeah, yes, yes. With Clark, with Clark and Eddie at Walmart. And he suckers Clark into doing all of his Christmas shopping for him while they're sitting there talking. Okay. Clark and Eddie at yeah. Walmart's got to be on this gives, list, Gives him the list. Yes. Yeah. That Clark will pay for it. And he says, and why don't you buy something real nice for yourself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's move on. Uh, this is the proudest my brother will have ever been of me watching the show. As many quotes as I did from memory of that. It's That's called Love You, Brother. That's for you. Uh, this is a list. The top 12. There are really only 12. But ranking the top Rankin-Bass Christmas oh, specials. Now, now I'll fight you over this. I'm out. I will this fight is, you over this. I'll just this. be over here laughing okay. at the seriousness with, some, with she takes this. Some website. Fake Christmas trees, but this... This is his. Yeah, do not mess yeah. around with Rankin yeah. Bass. Some no. some um, some website named Life Between Weekends. If we get this done soon enough, we'll do a, a top ten list of, okay. of Christmas carols. Is this, now is this just the, the 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 like the claymation or all the animated all the all of the animation? Uh, I don't I don't know the okay. difference. All right, honestly. All right. Okay, like the stop motion yeah. or like the animation? I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, uh, number twelve, Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July. We're off to a bad start, guys. We're off to a bad start. So that's a buy. That's a sell. Okay. Yeah. Number 11, Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy. Okay. Number 10, The Leprechaun's Christmas Gold. You ever watch that? I've never heard of that. Neither have I. That's Number why nine, it has to be a sell. The, Chris, the first Christmas, the story of the first Christmas snow. Who it did? has to be on there. These are the it's only ranking. happening. <laughs> uh, number eight. Can't. Frosty the Snowman. That's eight? Yeah. 
Well, it belongs on the list, so I'll buy. But if that's eight, I can't wait to see what the next seven are. Number seven, the year without a Santa Claus. Oh, that's freaking classic, dude. Where Santa just just peace out and taps out. You ever seen that one? No. With um, uh, Mickey, uh, oh, the guy that dated Julie, Julie Gar- Judy Garden, Garland. Mickey Baggett. Rooney? Mickey Rooney is Santa. Yeah, where he's just like fed up with us. And just peace out, man. I love that one. That belongs on the list, yes. Number six, Jack Frost. No, so. Number five, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's five? You got that's that's that's. One. I mean, that's, that's Moses coming down the mountain with tablets for yeah. Rankin Bass. But okay, we'll buy. Number four, The Little Drummer Boy. Underrated. Belongs on the list, but not ahead of Rudolph. But I'll buy because I'm disappointed in list overall and needs help. Uh, number three, Santa Claus is coming to town. I mean, I, that was my favorite as a kid. That's Santa's origin story. I'll buy. Yeah. Number two, Nestor, the long-eared donkey. Yeah. If well, that's that not help. number one, okay, because that's, that. see, that's number two on my list personally, but it's because I'm including animation along with stop motion, okay? Because my, tell me who number one is. The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. No, 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 that's 80s schlock. See, so you need to include the animated versions, not just the stop motion, because those are Rankin Bass too. Number one is Twas the Night Before Christmas. All right. That's number one. Number two is Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. Number three is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, because that's the, you know, that's the one that started it all. It's got to be higher. All right. Number four is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Number five is The Year Without a Santa Claus. And then I'd probably put the little drummer boy like number six. That's the correct, proper order of these. Do we have time for a rapid-fire top 10 Christmas carols of all time? Yes. All right. This is from Classic FM, so they should know what should know oh what boy. they're talking about. Oh these boy. are strictly Christmas carols, sacred okay. music. Number 10, it came upon a midnight clear. Mm, okay. I want to see what's next before I say okay. But I'll buy for now. I'll buy it. Can't be higher than 10, so. Number nine, O Little Town of Bethlehem. I sure. agree it's better than it came upon a midnight clear, so I'll buy. Number eight, Coventry Carol. Don't know what You've that heard is. that before. Yeah, but I can't yeah, remember yeah, I, I, no, goes, I would sell. I know, I've heard it before. Sell. Uh, number seven, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Oh, man, if there's... I'll buy. If there's six yeah. better than that, yeah. I'm gonna, instinctively, I'm going to have to sell. I hope you're right. I hope there are six better. Uh, number six, O Come, All Ye Faithful. They've there's that's, there's no way Amazing. that's six. That's arguably number one. Yep. All right. So I got to sell. It's too low. Come on. Way too low. Christmas hope here. Yep. Uh, Number five, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Again, if if, if the previous song is not number one, this one is, in my view. Those are the two best. So I have to sell. That's too high. It's too too low. Number four, In the Bleak Midwinter. Don't know what that is. I don't even know what that is. You've never heard that. Oh, you've heard that. Both of you have heard that song before. It's beautiful. Okay. It could be amazing. I just, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things like. Canon in D, a lot of people don't, you know, you've heard it a hundred times, might not know what it's called. We're skipping number three because it's the same as number four. It's just by a different composer. Mm. Uh, number two, Silent Night. Yeah. It's the best selling one of all time, that and White Christmas. So it belongs on yep. the list, just not ahead of Hark the Herald Angel Singer, O Come All You Faithful. But it might be number three on the list. And number one, O Holy Night. No mm. Joy to the World? Uh, just let's see here. Joy to the World. How is there no joy to the world? Once uh, in, uh, that's number 13, okay. joy to the world. See, you're fired. Number Whoever 15 did this list is, fired. is away in the manger. Okay. 
Uh, let's see. You can't Christmas. have a top 10 Christmas songs without Joy to the World. Uh, we'll, just can't we'll put that it. at number three since there were two. There was a repeat. A Carol, a Carol of the Bells is mm. number 23. Carol of the Bells is amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's 23? Yep. Oh, that's that's a crime. Good King Wenceslas, yeah. however you say that, is number 27. A little disappointed with I, classic I still FM. Think, I still think the best Christmas song of the 21st century is Hallowed Manger Ground by Chris Tomlin. That is an incredible song. All right. The Prophet of Woe and Lamentation, one last dose of each when we come back. Uh, They did it. Uh, it, It's not as if, you know, Build Bar hadn't already cemented itself as the greatest protein bar of all time, but you keep thinking, all right, they can't do this again, but they did it again. Uh, Folks, the new eggnog flavor is insane. I've not tried the gingerbread one yet that they just put out for the holidays, but the the eggnog is phenomenal. Uh, And I guess I shouldn't have expected anything less from from Built Bar. Uh, and there's a reason why my garage fridge has has essentially turned into a Built Bar storage room, uh, storage area. Uh, it's loaded with flavor, loaded with chocolate, loaded with protein, not loaded with calories, not loaded with carbs, not loaded with sugars. The greatest protein bar of all time. If eggnog's not your thing, like it's not Todd's thing, they've got so many other flavors out there that you can try as well. And you know what? With January coming up and those New Year's resolutions, if you're wondering, what am I going to do with that, about that sweet tooth? Built Bar, they're, they've got your fix, man. All right? So use my last name, Dace, as your promo code to get 15% off right now. When you go to built.com, B-U-I-L-T, promo code Dace, D-E-A-C-E, to get 15% off for Built Bar, when you go to built.com. One last time here in 2021, let's welcome in our good friend, the weekly prophet of woe and lamentation himself, Daniel Horowitz. It's good to see you, my brother. And there, you know, you have either written or tweeted about nine things this week that I just kept making a mental note. All right, make sure we ask Daniel about this because I want to make sure the audience gets you know, gets wind of this before we say goodbye. Make sure to add, I don't. I don't even know where to start now. Okay, so so you tell us where should we? What's the first thing I needed? To, I need to ask you about right now, Steve. We need to cancel our, our two week hiatus here. I mean, there's there's too much to go through. I mean, to me, I'd say the the single biggest thing, if you want to take in this whole year in totality, um, think about this. There was very little built up immunity last year. There were no shots. Uh, you know, it was new. We didn't know much about treatment. Here we are a year later with 99% of seniors are uh, vaccinated, the majority of adults, and uh, even a lot of kids. There were 127,000 COVID deaths over the last three months. Okay, that is 45% higher than the same date in 2020. Wow. Then it was about 87,829. Okay, this is straight up from CDC's uh, daily death tables. And if anything, the numbers will grow because they backfill uh, for the last couple of weeks. So it's at least 45% more. Um, that's from COVID. And then excess deaths among seniors who are 99% have at least one shot um, is up 
percent over last year. Say that. Say that one again, if you don't mind. Yes. So seniors, ninety nine percent have at least one shot. All cause mortality. When you look at that, the excess deaths are up seventy one percent. And that, that's really the one objective stat here that yes. that tells the whole story. Anything else can kind of be fudged or narrative one way or the other, but someone's either dead or they're alive. That That's yeah. pretty a pretty finite, constant, not variable of a number, right? What's the benign, innocent explanation for that? The benign, innocent explanation... Um, well, well, on, on the excess deaths, we don't have one because yeah. clearly the shots called, caused that. On COVID, you'd have to say that there was bound to be something called Delta, no matter what, where we would have reversed the immunobiological trend of somehow the virus would have gotten more transmissible and more deadly at the same time. And it was bound to happen anyway, even without the shots. And we would have just had worse COVID this year. Um, there are no good answers. But then again, Steve, even if it would have been natural, which is very unlikely, uh, that the shots didn't cause the ADE when this is the leakiest shot of all time. And we know this is what leaky shots do, even when they're full-blown, certainly narrow spectrum, only spike protein. Um, it, it doesn't account for the fact that we've had 20 months to come up with treatments, 20 months, and still people... Do, do you know, I, I just actually recorded a show with Dr. Robert Malone. He had the virus, then he got the Moderna The shot, original patenter and, of mRNA technology for people yeah, that don't exactly. know the name. Yep. And, 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 you know, so he had an open mind, maybe he had some issues, but thought, hey, look, I'm older, let me get it. And then he got COVID again. That's another thing. We're starting to see it slide back natural immunity for those who get the shots. It wasn't a bad case. Um, and he told me he couldn't get a hold of ivermectin. I was like, man, you should have gone to seven cells. Uh, I mean, this guy's like one of the top virologists around. He couldn't get a hold of it. And and again, it's not just ivermectin. It, Peter McCullough said this on, on uh, Joe Rogan's show that there are over 300 medical schools in this country, not one, not Harvard, not Yale, not Mayo Clinic, none of them have come up with a protocol. I mean, I just spoke with Dr. Eric Henson. This is a man who has treated hundreds of people in my audience for free. You know, the amount of stuff that he has, strategies of, you know, because there's bacterial pneumonia, viral pneumonia, mm -hmm. there's other inflammation on the, t there's all different things. And it depends what it's doing. You know, you have these different therapeutics, 40% reduction, 50, 60%, a few together will be more. But you know what's almost 100% reduction in mortality? Having a doctor who will treat their patient load, yeah. the right patient at the right time with the right therapeutic. Okay, that is, that you can't beat. Daniel, have you, I did a few months ago just with ivermectin alone. Okay. I can't remember what the numbers were. It was in the tens of thousands. Have you ever run any kind of data table or anything on how many of these deaths were caused by a lack of protocol treatment? Meaning that there was nothing other than um, hopefully you can get access to monoclonal, Rendemsevir doesn't work, and then we, we just put you on a ventilator, right? And that's essentially the protocols that are offered in mainstream medicine right now do how many what would you say is your best estimate the amount of deaths out of the 800,000 we're now counting are because of that I mean I 
I would say pre-vaccine, because I, I do believe with all my heart and soul, the vaccine made this virus worse. So with the original strain, I believe it's close to 100 percent. It was it was that treatable. Now I'd say maybe 85 uh, percent. Peter McCullough said 85 percent on Joe Rogan show. So 85 wow. percent. I mean, you're talking about easily five, six hundred thousand people in America alone. Um, we, we see this. I, I've seen the progression of this. You see it coming a mile away. Um, people need a steroid. They need an inhaler. You know, if they get into trouble, there's so many things we can can do. I mean, even Benadryl, there's a lot of new data that just came out. University of Florida on that, um, you know, and you mix that with with a steroid and ciproheptadine. There's a whole bunch of things. There's a whole bunch of natural supplements that deal with your blood oxygen dropping, both from an anti-inflammatory and anti-coagulant standpoint. I, it's it's endless. And Steve, this is without billions of dollars of, of funding to really do good studies. Imagine if we had a modicum of that funding going going towards that. And I would say the monoclonals, mo people still don't know about it. A lot of states, they can't get access to it. I had a friend of mine in Indiana who called up and there was this Indian outsourced hotline and, and she spent an hour and still couldn't get the answer whether she needs a prescription for it or not. Um, it's nowhere on their dashboard in the Indiana Health Department. They have boosters, but they don't have that. Um, I, I could just speak for myself. I don't know of a single person who got the monoclonals, you know, in that window and, and had to go to the hospital. Um, and that's approved by by Big Pharma and approved by the mm -hmm. FDA. It, it is it is utterly shocking how we wouldn't put all the money into that. It is I cannot get beyond, um, you know, again, ivermectin alone. And, and that's not even the story. There, there's so many other things. There's the androgen blockers. There's the right dose and right type of steroid. Um, there's phenofibrate. Uh, there's the vitamin C infusions, ozone therapy, a lot of things you can do later stage when people are having pulmonary issues. But, you know, you have all these cases where every single person that Ralph Larigo, that attorney from Buffalo, has secured a ruling from a court to get ivermectin. And I have to give two stipulations. Number one, they're able to take the full course. And number two, they didn't already have organ failure, right? Because there's no drug around that could revive the dead. It's they just have the cytokine storm. The sats can't, you know, are are, are, are uh, unable to rise without the ventilator. They're, but they're stable on a ventilator even for seven weeks. Every one of those people is now home, is now home. And I think to myself, there's 15,000 people in an ICU, I think, roughly on uh, uh, with COVID now. Um, how many of those could be home today? Now, some of them, it's too late. Uh, but but again, that's that's further because they they refuse to treat them uh, upon admission or at the ER with with the right things that we know. So I don't want to get wrapped up too much with ivermectin. Just know we know how to treat pulmonary. We know how to treat pneumonia. We know how to treat, you know, blood clotting. And we certainly know when we see this coming a mile away. I cannot get beyond this observation. Steve, this is my observation of 2021. This has never happened in the history of humanity. Um, commensurate with how bad you think COVID is, that's how uh, liable you are uh, for blocking this treatment. And I, I just, for anyone who thinks this is not a genocide, if you don't know the juxtaposition to what they're blocking, to what they're the type of treatments that they are pushing, you're missing the whole story. And then once you understand that, you could easily understand what's likely going on with the shots as well. Final thing I want to ask you about, and, I'm, and, I, and I want to make sure you've got enough time to answer it. All right. So I'm going to give you about three minutes here. 
you're in front of the entire country via satellite. And Daniel Horowitz gets to say and explain to them what these thera- COVID therapeutics really are and how they work. What do you say? Sure. Um, to say that there's no treatment for COVID-19 is a joke because COVID-19 is not a symptom. You treat symptoms and certainly- I'm when sorry, we I, meant have... the, I meant the vaccines. I just don't call them vaccines in the show, but therapeutics, oh. but go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Um, sure, sure. Um, you know, they had their chance. They failed. It's time for something new. Uh, the reality is that you cannot look at what's going on when by every measure- it's worse than it's been anywhere post-universal vaccine. Even the Far East Asian countries, which seem to be impervious from deaths, they're now having a meaningful number of deaths when everyone in South Korea is vaccinated. They're probably the most vaccinated 50 million-sized country around. It's a pretty large populated country. Um, they had their chance. Stop blaming it on the people that never had the power. They won They forced this on people. They had a more successful vaccine drive than any of us could have ever imagined. For better, for worse, they got it. Cornell University has a vaccine mandate. They had to shut it down. 3.5% of their entire campus got it just in one week. A lot of them had boosters as well. Um, It literally is not, it, it had an entire year to prove itself and it's failed. And that's before we even get to any of the known and unknown symptoms. Why would you trade therapeutics that have no risk for something that has proven not to work, that is creating safety signals for heart, neurological problems, uh, reproductive problems that we've never, ever seen before? Um, Even at the most conservative estimate, there are more deaths from this shot than every other shot put together in history, um, and that's without factoring under reporting. They've had their chance. They failed. It's time for new leadership. Great stuff, man. I mean, you have done, and it's par for the course, but this year in particular, you've taken your game to an entirely new level, brother. And uh, yeah, you're very appreciated here. And uh, God bless you and keep doing what you're doing, all right? Likewise, Steve. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's to everyone here at The Blaze. And next year has got to be the year of freedom. Amen. All right, we'll see you again in January, brother. Same back to you as well. Thank you. You bet. Daniel brought to you by realestateagentsitrust.com. That's a company started by Glenn Beck and his associates because they ran into real estate agents that they could not trust, and they didn't find out until it was too late. They didn't want that to happen to the rest of us. So uh, they created this company that's available to you, especially if you're getting involved in the real estate market during these unprecedented times. Bing. Indeed. That's why you want to make sure you go get yourself a real estate agent that you can trust. Home values are like a 45-year high or something right now, I think I read today. All right, realestateagentsitrust.com is the website you want to go to. Find an agent. He'll come in, take advantage, or she, of your situation while remembering that you're ultimately uh, in charge. And then also, uh, they'll have a full track record, fully vetted track record of success. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Again, realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, thoughts on the conversation we just had with Daniel? You know why those house prices are so high? Meat conglomerates? Yes. That's the answer to everything, is it not? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm so, I've always been marveled as a cradle Christian of stories like Steve's. You know, when you come to it 
um, totally from outside. I mean, I, I, at various times in my life, I lived uh, like a heathen in, mar- in various respects. But I, I would, if just flat out asked, I would have never rejected the existence or the d- divinity of Christ. I, and I, I bring that up because I, I think it's the same with what you just said about Daniel and the work he's done. But the same applies uh, for uh, you, uh, Steve, uh, Aaron, to a lesser extent. But where you have come on the issue of vaccination uh, it is a, a, an act of extreme will in the face of l- lies from every direction. It's just a credit to your resolve, your dedicate, dedication to the truth, wherever it leads. This has been the last two years, and this it's been the easiest ride of my life. There was nothing to convince me of. But I, you had to put in so much work, and you couldn't have worked harder. There's no two Americans in this country that could have worked harder than uh, Steve and Daniel, to bring tr- because they're the go-to sources now. They're not doctors, but they are go-to sources because they have been a light in the darkness on this from the very beginning because they smelled a rat. And that darkness is, I, I mean, it's it, it's suffocating at points. I think one of the first times on this show it was uttered, "Stay out of the hospital if you absolutely can." I mean, that in and of itself is a mind-boggling statement. Is it not? Stay out of the hospital mm-hmm. if you can. Mm-hmm. It's a mind-boggling statement that it might just save your life to not get into the hospital. And I cringed the first couple of times I heard that. Now we have a hospital, like the one in the montage, in Virginia, who disobeyed a court order to administer ivermectin because the the, the doctors thought that uh, right-to-try laws and, and things of that nature just don't apply to them. If you were trying to make the case that you would rather people die than you be proven wrong, what would you do differently? That's the darkness that we're talking about. Yikes. And God bless Daniel um, this year for for piercing that darkness to the best of his ability. That is well said and painfully. So mm-hmm. back at it again tomorrow, noon to 2 Eastern, right after Hall of Famer Glenn Beck. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace on the Blaze Radio Network.